Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Football Garbage Time NFL Podcast. My name is Hakun Wong, and I'm the Editor-in-Chief of Football Garbage Time. And with me, as always, is my co-host and star from Rep District and Full Press Coverage. From right here, also, on Football Garbage Time, is Trevor Thorne. <laughs> what up? What up? Boom! I gotta get some. I gotta get those fireworks sound sound effects in here, man. I gotta get those. I gotta add that in next time. I I really gotta put that on my to do list. This is gonna complete the entire look. Um, how you doing, Trev? Super Bowl week. Busy, but I am great. It's almost the best day of the year so far coming up. Super Bowl Sunday is almost here, so. Yep. Get on my ducks in a row for that coming up. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Yeah, I I gotta say, my favorite part of Super Bowl Sunday is that it is a calorie free day because whatever you eat is yeah. calorie free, right? I mean, like yeah, literally, exactly. you can eat whatever you want. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I am gonna tell you, I am gonna eat so many nachos. With what like, like big, and like I said, I'm with beef. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And you know, and you know it. Like I want that weird orange grease coming off of it. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's good stuff. We still have pulled pork nachos at the sidebar. So, uh, oh man, that is right that is so awesome. Try to get that. Add a little pulled pork to your nachos and see what happens. Oh man, or just go to the sky bar and get them. Go to the yeah, sky bar and get them. Don't do it yourself. Like trick. You can't make a trick. You can do that. But if you don't, <laughs> add a little cold pork to them and let me know what happens. Dude, it takes me like uh, 20 hours for me to smoke pork in order to make pulled pork nachos. So I, I, I'm just going to recommend everybody head out to the sky bar and get some yourself. You know, just, yeah, just, just make, yeah, make Trev do it for you. Make Trev do it for you. Grab some of that already. Add a few nachos. That sounds brilliant. That is some, that's a winner. That is a winner. That will be my alternative nachos. That will be nachos number two for my uh, second series of nachos. So I can mix it up a little bit. <laughs> well, we got a lot to talk about, everybody. Because we're going to talk about Super Bowl LV211. <laughs> wow. I'm really bad at Roman numerals. 57, that, everybody. 57? Okay. <laughs> right, exactly. You're like, how do I, I, I? I've been seeing the pictures. I just don't know what number that is. But yes, we are going to be talking about Super Bowl 57 between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles. We're going to talk about keys of the game. We're going to make our picks, and we're going to go through our annual prop bets because, of course, what is the Super Bowl without prop bets? That is, that's fun stuff. All right, let's get this thing rolling. All right, so before we start talking about the games, let me just update everybody on where we are right now. I mean, we're sitting here on a Thursday, and of course, we've gotten the um, the injury reports now for two weeks. Uh, There was some concern about Patrick Mahomes, Juju Smith-Schuster, Nicole Hardman, Kadarius Toney on the Kansas City Chiefs side. Uh, There was concern about Landon Dickinson, Lane Johnson on the Philadelphia Eagles side. There was also a little bit of concern um, uh, around on different areas as well. But that being said, the most recent injury reports have most of the key players here on at least limited practice, if not a full practice. Um, importantly for the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, Jarek McKinnon, Isaiah Pacheco, Juju Smith-Schuster, all practiced in full. 
So uh, at this point, there is no injury designation for them. Kadarius Tony uh, is practice uh, had a limited practice on Wednesday, uh, dealing with an ankle and hamstring injury. He has said that he will be on the field. Now the question mark, of course, is how effective will he be on the field with an ankle and hamstring injury? A limited practice obviously gives us a little bit of confidence. On the Philadelphia Eagles side, uh, there are no real issues. Lane Johnson, of course, the biggest question there, the groin injury. That's We know that's not going to get any better without surgery. He put in a limited practice. He's likely to come in as questionable. Uh, all the remainder of the folks on the Philadelphia Eagles, basically not an issue. So injuries may be still a little bit of an issue. We don't know. Um, we know that Andy Reid did mention that Patrick Mahomes is not 100%, but can do basically anything on the playbook. So we're hoping to see a mostly healthy Chiefs and a, and a healthy Eagles square off on Sunday. So let's take that and stick it in the back pocket, and let's get over to the Kansas City Chiefs first. And I'll ask you, Trev, what do you think are the keys of the game for the Kansas City Chiefs? Oh, man. Pat Mahomes, literally, and his health. Um, yeah. And the offensive line as well, that they can protect uh, Pat Mahomes. So, because um, I mean, he's electric. He can make plays with his feet. Uh, he does that a lot more than he has done in the past few years, I think. So the tackle sprint is very, 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 very uh, important. So that's yep. just the key. Uh, Mahomes' health. If he can, if he stays healthy, he can do whatever he wants with the ball. He's a magician with it. Um, uh, Smith Schuster. I know he's got what, like a shoulder problem or something like that. So if he's a, yeah, he's, yeah, and, and he's practicing in full, so that that's a good yeah, sign right now. That's so a, that's big helpful too, because last week or the last game he was playing, he was thrown to like what practice squad players and wide receiver right, three and four. Right. He's also uh, fighting through a knee issue apparently. It's a little bit of a knee strain, but that again, still practicing in full, so no no issue yeah. theoretically. And uh, they get uh, Edward Tolaire back, kind of take the workload off of Pacheco, so that'll be nice. But literally the main key is honestly Pat Mahomes' health. If he's healthy, they can go as far as he takes them with his health. Yeah, and and let me ask you this question because, you know, one of – and we'll talk about this a little bit with the Eagles as well, but just thinking of the Kansas City Chiefs, you know, the the Eagles have the number one pass defense in the NFL, but they do allow the 16th most rushing yards per game in the NFL. So it's, it's, um, you know, it's kind of middle of the road, but that is a little bit of an opening there that can be taken advantage by the running backs on the, um, on the Kansas city chiefs. And of course, Isaiah Pacheco has been great recently. Uh, Derek McKinnon now looks to be uh, healthy. And then we have, uh, as you mentioned, Clyde Edwards Hilaire um, set to make his comeback as well. I mean, it's interesting. The Chiefs have not traditionally been a good running team. They're ranked 20th in the NFL of 119.9 rush yards per game during the regular season, but they've been much more effective in the postseason. 144 total yards against the Jaguars, um, you know, and, and yeah, although they fell back to earth a little bit against the, the Bengals, they did actually, and this is something that we've been keeping an eye on, did actually get the equivalent of runs with those screen passes, you know, uh, in play with, with Isaiah Pacheco. More, much more involved in the passing game than he used to be. So what do you think is here the – is there some key here that even with Mahomes, we have to see some success from the Chiefs ground game as well if they're going to be successful against this Eagles defense? Oh, for sure, because definitely if, if Mahomes is like, what, 75 80%, you can't depend on him to throw the ball 45, 50 times to beat this Eagles uh, defense. That's just not going to happen. As a, right. as coming from a team who actually – gave the Eagles an L this season. What we did, we, we ran the ball 45 times. <laughs> right. not do that. But since they have three healthy running backs by the time Super Bowl comes around, hopefully they should be able to ground and pound for at least 20 to 25 attempts, and that'll open up play action more. 
that'll take some pressure and heat off of Mahomes' ankle and his arm, and that can make Mahomes be more effective, I think, in the play-action game. Yeah. And I think yeah, I, coming from the NFC, the Eagles really didn't face, outside of the Vikings maybe, a really air-rated offense. And Pat Mahomes has always had air-rated offense, no matter who he's throwing to, whether it's uh, Marcus Valdez-Scantling, whether it's Tyreek Hill, now it's yep. – the Schuster, like no matter who it is, they're an air raid offense. So it's going to be quite interesting to see how that pass defense stacks up against such a pass-heavy offense. Yeah, I mean, the number one passing team in the league facing the number one pass defense in the league. I mean, it's going to be quite a, a big question mark here. Obviously, the one thing I'm worried about, and you mentioned this, is protecting Patrick Mahomes because of the yeah. fact that, you know, quite frankly, he's a magician, but at eighty percent, you know, and if the line doesn't hold, that could be a problem. And yeah. and we know that the Eagles. Uh, had 70 sacks during the regular season, which is first in the regular season among in the NFL, and the third most sacks in a regular season in the history of the NFL. Uh, and they did, I think, I believe 56 of those were without bringing the blitz. So they didn't even have to bring wow. extra people. They actually Ooh. were able to get there at their front four. So this is a fiery defense that's going to get in the backfield and really disrupt things quickly. Now, if Patrick Mahomes was 100%, I'd say no problem, right? He's going right. to he's going to extend plays. He's going to roll out. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a high ankle sprain, we saw what happened when he tried to roll out to the left. He, had, he, he planted, and he was grimacing for the rest of the game uh, yeah. in the AFC Championship game. What do you think that is – what is it that the Chiefs can do, do you think, to neutralize this pass rush? Uh, you got to get the ball out quick, throw a lot of screens. Mm-hmm. you got McKinnon out there. you got Pacheco. you got Edward Pilar. All three are pass catching running backs at one point. They can do that. Yep. You yep. can uh, bring Smith-Schuster down there. You can do Kadarius Tony if he's healthy. That'll be yeah. a key game two as well so get the ball out quick and fast don't give these edge rushers time to get there and then you know see what happens from there but yeah get the ball out fast yeah and I think you I think you're absolutely right and this is kind of the reason why I like Kadarius Tony so much and I hope that he's healthy because he can really create in space and uh if you're going to get the ball out quickly to somebody he's somebody that I think could really do some damage there. I mean, Nicole Hardman would be that guy, but he's been placed on IR, so he's out. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'd be nice if Kadarius Tony was 100% healthy because I think that gives him one extra option, gets Patrick Mahomes one extra option to get rid of the ball uh, in order to avoid this vicious Eagles pass rush. Uh, the one thing that I also heard that I think is kind of interesting is that the Eagles, even though they're the number one pass defense in the NFL, they pay almost 80% of the time with split high safeties, which in, in, in means – and this is not 100% one-to-one, but for the most part, they like to play zone. They don't play man-to-man, which means that that area in the middle of the field, five to ten yards on the field, right in the middle of the field, can be vulnerable for them, right? Uh, and that's exactly where Travis Kelce can do damage. So oh, I yeah. really do think that um, Patrick Mahomes can identify that um, and can take advantage of that. And if Kelce is – 100%, and we haven't seen anything listed about his back spasms. As everyone remembers, he was a game-time decision for the AFC Championship game. If he is 100%, uh, I think he could really uh, take advantage of that um, of, of that zone defense. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see how that all kind of plays out there. Uh, I, just have, I have to ask you this question. Does the revenge narrative play in at all? Andy Reid, obviously the most I mean, arguably the most successful Eagles coach of all time, absent the Super Bowl win. He spent 14 years in the role – and led the team to a Super Bowl appearance, and the Eagles fired him after the 2012 season, and he immediately joined the Chiefs, and since then, he's never had a losing season in Kansas City. And, in fact, the Eagles had never beat an Andy Reid-led 
uh, Kansas City Chiefs team. So, what do you think? I mean, the only thing in the way of Reed getting his second championship game is the team that fired him. Do you think there's some additional motivation here? Do you think there's something that this is going to impact the game at all? Nah, if this is his first, if this is like the opportunity to win his first one in the game against Philly, then oh yeah, that would be sweet revenge. But he already got one since he's been gone from Philly, so it is what it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. I just love the narrative. I just, <laughs> I just really love the narrative there. I mean, I, like Andy Reid being like, I just, I'm rooting for Andy Reid. That's all I'm saying. Like, I, I, how many times have you had a dream that the guy that fired you, the person that fired you, is the person that you can beat to show them that you're amazing? You know. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, yes. I would exactly. love that. I would love that for him. And he's had obviously a lot of tough personal issues back then as well. So I would love that for Andy Reid. Last question for you on the Kansas City Chiefs. We all know that uh, Patrick Mahomes is a spokesperson for State Farm and does those commercials. Andy Reid also yeah. appearing in those commercials. They're playing in State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. Oh. Is this a State Farm boost? What do you think? Yeah, yeah. Now that I will – if we have to agree on some kind of conspiracy, I'm going to go with that one. Kansas City, <laughs> Kansas City by 50. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, we found it, guys. We unlocked it. We unlocked the Super Bowl. We did it on the show. I love it. (laughs) All right, let's turn it to the other side. Let's talk about those Philadelphia Eagles. Obviously, um, like I mentioned, the number one pass defense in the NFL. Obviously, their offense, not so so much of a slouch either. Uh, Ninth in passing yards, fifth in rushing yards in the NFL. Uh, Jalen Hurts having a career year with the Eagles. One year, one year from being talked about as being just a, uh, a uh, bridge quarterback <laughs> to the next draft, he has become basically in the discussion for MVP. So what do you think here? The Eagles offense here, is it for real? Is this going to perform? Are they going to perform against this young, very young Kansas City Chiefs defense, which I think 75% of them are rookies? Yeah, that's the thing that scares me. Um, the Chiefs, honestly, if you think about it, they really haven't had a very stout secondary on their defense. Uh, mm-hmm. Most of it comes up from their line with Chris Jones and Frank Clark and D Ford at one point, and, you know, people like that. Uh, Juan Thornhill, I think, is far, and I guess LeJarrius Sneed, that's huge for them coming back yeah. out of the protocol. But he, he does. really doesn't impress me all that much. But to, to him, he's like their best corner, I guess. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens. But, yeah, I just I think that – this young secondary has a tall task ahead of them to go against A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, uh, pretty much four running backs if you want to add Jalen Hurts in there because he's definitely a threat on his with his legs. Um, mm-hmm. The offensive line is nuts. They've been together for years. They just all they needed was quarterback. They got one with Jalen Hurts. So, like, mm-hmm. I, it's going to be a tall task. Uh, Kansas City usually wins these games via shootout. But yep. um, – the, the Eagles defense is a little bit stronger in the back end than it is Kansas City, so I don't know how big, much of a shootout's going to be. But you never know. It's, I mean, yeah. it's, it's the biggest game of the people's career. They might play the best and, you know, shut down this Eagles offense. But if we're going by, you know, the season games and stats and realistically, it's going to be a tall task for them back there. Yeah, I agree. And I actually, you know, the, I think the X factor here is, is Chris Jones on the yeah. uh, Kansas City Chiefs defense. I mean, the, the fact of the matter is that the Chiefs, quietly have had the second most sacks of the regular season. Now that's obviously way, way less than the 70 that the Eagles piled up, but it's still quite an accomplishment. And mm-hmm. one of the reasons for that is Chris Jones. He's doing uh, amazing things and he's done amazing things in the playoffs as well. I mean, uh, well, look at what he did in the AFC conference championship game. Um, you know, he, he, he really just hassled the uh, Joe Burrow 
and just immeasurably. And yep. the team as a whole had five sacks and a whopping 12 quarterback hits, uh, <laughs> limiting the high-powered Bengals to just 20 points. Mm. You know, Chris Jones had the best pass rush win rate among all defensive tackles in the NFL this year at 21.5%, even by facing the most double teams of any defensive tackle in the league, 69.2% in the regular season. So every team double teams him, and yet he is still the best pass rusher on an island of any uh, defensive tackle in the NFL. So I think that is going to be the X factor here. If he can get into the backfield and hassle Jalen Hurts. Mm -hmm. We all know Jalen Hurts is more mobile than um, than Joe Burrow, but it, you know if he can get back there and break this up and make Jalen Hurts only become one-dimensional, yeah. I think there is a good chance that they can shut down this Eagles defense. But it's going to have if he doesn't, I'm not sure who else is going to do it. <laughs> it's my problem. Exactly. That's you know, <laughs> It's going to be it's going to be really really tough. And and obviously the flip side of this obviously is their run defense. We know they have some 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 potential there to take advantage of that. I mean if you, if you look at it. Uh, they did um, they did limit the Giants to just 118 total rush yards, and they did limit the 49ers to just 81 rush yards. So um, that run defense is supposed to be leaky, hasn't been leaky of late, but that might have been also the score, right? A lot of these teams had had to mm-hmm. pass in order to kind of keep up. And traditionally, we know the Kansas City Chiefs, as you said, tend to use screen passes instead of traditional runs. And those yeah. are essentially runs, you know, just, just developed exactly. in a different way. Exactly. Now, I got to say, the Eagles, though, they must have the edge on the wide receivers. They got A.J. Brown. They got Devontae Smith. They got Dallas Goddard. I know there you have Travis Kelce on the other side, and he is in another class. But how do you defend against A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith and Dallas Goddard? I mean, that seems like a tough, tall task for the new uh, Kansas City Chiefs. As you said, kind of a bend-don't-break defense. Yeah, that's going to be a, a huge, huge responsibility. That's going to be tough. Uh, A.J. Brown's a beast. He's a giant. Devontae Smith has kind of been overshadowed by A.J. Brown just because I feel like Jalen Hurts probably goes to him a little bit more, but you can't forget about Devontae Smith because he's right. He's just as good, just smaller. And Dallas mm-hmm. Goddard is probably one of the top five tight ends. So I don't know, man. This is going to be – that's, that's the key, I think, to the, for the Eagles too. If they can just – if they can get their air raid game going, they'll be fine. Running against Chris Jones or Frank Clark, I mean, might be a little bit might be a little hard. But right. they get the air raid going against this young secondary and – these quote-unquote no names to the league, that's going to be a field day. So I don't know how you stop it. I guess you just, like you said, Chris Jones and company, go get Jalen Hurts and make them become a one-dimensional team. So that's a little bit. And, of course, we can't uh, leave this discussion without discussing the Kelchi Bowl. Jason (laughs) Kelchi versus Travis Kelchi. First time that siblings have faced off in the Super Bowl uh, I don't think it has any impact on anything, but it's a great, another great narrative <laughs> for the Super Bowl. Right. Uh, um, and obviously, Travis Kelce, uh, and I'm not going to say anything about Jeff, J- Jason Kelce, obviously very important center for the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, and he will be key in making sure that, uh, you know, they, they'll have, they, they're able to keep Jalen Hurts in rhythm. Um, but Travis Kelce can be the big difference maker here, I think. I agree with you. Wholeheartedly. All right. All right, so let's let's go ahead and now go and have a little bit of fun. And uh, it looks like we actually have a caller here, so I'm just going to go ahead and pull it in real quick. Hey, caller, you're on the air. Uh, what's your name? Yeah, this is Nas. What's going on, man? Oh, Nas. Hey, welcome back to the show, my friend. What's your uh, question for us? Yeah, well, okay. 
first we hear it's a high ankle sprain. Uh, then we hear, well, you know, it's not that bad. Then we watch the game and we see, you know, Mahomes is clearly having issues uh, with mobility. And it just seems like everybody's forgotten about that. We're just acting like everything is uh, zero zero, <laughs> And you got this, this pass rush that is pretty fierce. And this is starting to feel like KC Tampa Bay. So I, I just want to get yeah. you guys' opinion on this to where – I know what we think, and I know the spread's not that big and everything else, but this could turn into a laugher that the Eagles just squeeze and milk out the clock for the rest of the game. Like, I'm, I have a hard time believing anything else. But, yeah, I want to hear yeah. you guys' thoughts on that. That's- no, it's a good point. Hey, Nas, mm-hmm. you bring up a great point. I mean, high ankle sprains typically four to six weeks to heal. It's been three weeks since he had it, but obviously he played on it just two weeks ago. He's mentioned um, uh, at the Super Bowl media day that he feels like he's 100% and can run any play. Andy Reid said he's not 100%, but can run essentially every play. <laughs> you, you're absolutely right. I mean, this is going to come down to whether Hassan Reddick and, and friends get in there quickly or not. And one of the concerns I have particularly about this, is that Patrick Mahomes thrives while being blitzed. But the Eagles don't need the blitz to get back there. As I mentioned, 70 sacks, and I believe 56 of them without bringing an extra person. So I think that's going to be a problem for Patrick Mahomes. But the good news is that zone defense will allow him to take advantage of getting rid of the ball quickly, as uh, Trev mentioned, to Travis Kelce, take advantage of that aggressiveness in the front line. Uh, once he gets behind there, he can make things happen. So, yeah, big, it's a big question mark for me, Nas. Great question. Uh, great question. Uh, Trev, any thoughts on that? No, I, I agree. I think that's a, a great idea. The, the longer you keep Pat Mahomes and company on the sidelines, the better chance off you have winning this game um, if it comes down to it. Uh, I think that's kind of what we did, too, and we beat the Eagles as well. We just played hard in this defense and, and ran the ball consistently. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks so much for your question, Nas. We appreciate it. Very good. Uh, a great point, something that we shouldn't lose sight of. Mm-hmm. For sure. Our, all right. Let's get to our prop beds, shall we? Because we're that down <laughs> down to that point, and this is, the stu- this is the fun stuff, guys. I love going through our prop bets every year. So I'm going to read off the prop bet, and I'm going to ask you, Trev, to give us what your th- thoughts are, and then we'll go ahead and move on down the list here, um, starting with how long will the national anthem be with Chris Stapleton? That's the over-under of two minutes and three seconds. What's the over-under on that? What do you got? Well, I got under two minutes and three seconds. Chris Stapleton's a good guy. It's country, but he ain't going to drag it out that long, under two minutes. <laughs> yeah, I, so I, I am going – so this is interesting because uh, the average is one minute and 43 seconds. The shortest is one minute and two seconds. The longest, two minutes and 36 seconds. Uh, I'm, um, I'm going to take the over because I think he's going to just what? string it out. I think he's going to string oh, it out. <laughs> That's right. I'm just going to make this, I'm going to make this interesting. All right. Next question. What will the main dominant or, or dominant color of Chris Stapleton's outfit be? Will it be black or will it be other? Mm, it's going to be other than black. That's going to be too easy. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to take the field as well. I'm going to I'm going to take this one with you as well. And let the next question: Which quarterback will be shown on camera first during the national anthem? Patrick Mahomes or Jalen Hurts? Oh, Jalen Hurts. Really? Jalen Hurts for sure. Yeah, it's all all you hear is Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, but wow. better than that. Yeah, yada. I'm going Jalen Hurts. 
Well, I'm going to go Patrick Mahomes on that one because of all the question marks about his ankle and can he do it? Is he the magic man and all this stuff? So, I'm, and the Andy Reid narrative, I think, would kind of get, throw Patrick Mahomes up there first. But all right, we're 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 going to be this is going to be interesting. And one of us is going to be right, and one of us is going to be wrong. So, um, so what formation of the four plane flyover at the conclusion of the national anthem will be finger four, diamond, echelon, or other? I'm going to go diamond. Diamond? Nice, nice. Yeah. I actually have no idea what Echelon formation is, but I'm going with Echelon because it sounds so freaking cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, that sounds freaking cool, dude. I'm going to pick diamond. it anyway. I'm going to pick it anyway. Uh, okay, coin flip, coin flip. Here we go. Okay. Heads or tails on the coin flip? Ooh, well, I heard there's a petition for Mama Kelsey to be the one tossing the coin. So Drama. <laughs> Who's the older brother, Jason? I, I believe so. He's going to win a toss because it's older, and the toss is going to be heads because Travis Kelsey has gone on air saying tails never fails. So oh. I think he's going to be able to call it because he's the older brother. I could be way wrong, but if it happens, he's calling heads, and it will be heads, and Philly will start off with the ball. Wow, dude, that is the most analysis I've had, I've heard I, on the hey, coin flip. I know. Gambling's <laughs> become illegal more and more in states as time goes on, so it's going to be a little more interesting now. <laughs> that is brilliant, my friend. That is brilliant. So the entire history of the Super Bowl coin toss, tails come up 29 times, heads has come up 27 times, um, and in the last five Super Bowls, heads has come up four times. I'm going to go with heads as well. Uh, you know, I think they're on, I think heads is on a roll, my friend. Uh, all right, like next next one we got here. Which former NFL star will appear in a Super Bowl commercial first? Will it be Rob Gronkowski, Tony Romo, or Deion Sanders? Ooh, one more time. Rob Gronkowski, Tony Romo, or Deion Sanders? First uh, former NFL star who will appear in a Super Bowl commercial. Oh wow! It's a tough one. It's a tough one. I'm going to go with Rob Gronkowski because I can't wait to yeah. put him on TV. Yeah, and and he does uh, he does that uh that uh that uh credit union one right that yeah. that uh and he also does um FanDuel, so yeah. I feel like Gronk is going to be all over this. So I'm I'm going with Gronk as well. So I, I just I just see him getting more chances of being on a commercial here. Yeah. Um, yeah exactly. All right, I'm going to skip over to the halftime show. What will be the main color of Rihanna's first outfit? Black, mm. silver, gray, or white? Gold or yellow? Or other? I'm going silver, gray, or white to open it up. All right. So, you know, I really wanted to go silver, gray, or white, but I did a, just a Google search to see what she likes to come out and, on stage in, and it's, like, almost always black. So I, I think you're right. He's first going to do something different, but I'm going to go black. I just got to go with what I see. <laughs> that's, that's, my, okay. that's my research on that one, just Google. Uh, all right. What color will Rihanna have uh, – what color hair will Rihanna have to open the shore, black or other? Oh, black. Yeah, me too. I, I mean, she's recently been spotted black. Unless she does something crazy uh, and does like, you know, half green, half red or something like that. But I'm pretty sure it's going to be black as well. Yeah, um, sure. What will be the first song played during the halftime show? Um, we Found Love, Diamonds, Umbrella, Stay, What's My Name, Lift Me Up, Don't Stop the Music, or Other. Oh, my gosh. I've been wondering <laughs> this for a while now. I'm digging into your Rihanna knowledge, my friend. <laughs> oh man, the first the open it up, the first song. Yeah. Will she start slow? Will she start fast? Please don't stop the music's gonna be the first song. That, okay. 
Yeah, all right. I like that. That's a good, that's a good one. I like that one. That's tough. I don't know. I'm going to go with uh, yeah, that. I know. I, I, don't stop the music. I, I'm going to go We Found Love. I feel like it's another upbeat and relatively recent, like within the last five years. So I'm going to go We Found Love as the opening song. All right. Who will make the first guest appearance of Rihanna on stage? Jay-Z, ASAP Rocky, Drake, or none or other? None I'm or other is one. Drake. I'm going Drake. Drake? That, that yeah. would be amazing to see, but I think it's going to be Jay-Z. Because um, honestly, it's like her, it's like Rihanna's mentor, and he also uh, is a producer on the Super Bowl halftime show. So I feel like he's on hand uh, to just kind of step up there. So I'm going to go Jay Z on that one. Uh, although okay. I'd love to see Drake there. I think that'd be fun. How many total songs in a halftime? Over under nine point five. Mm. Over nine point five. Wow, that's going to be. I mean, so last year it was ten. But that's because, yeah. like, literally sometimes the song was, like, one line. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go with the under on 9.5. I'm going to go with the under, uh, although it's going to be a close call. Yeah, she said today in an interview, actually, that there's 39 versions of her set list because she has to cram her whole career in 13 oh, minutes. Oh, wow. minutes, by the way. So that's oh. a little parlay bets or whatever. There's that. Halftime show is 13 minutes. So okay. I'm going, still going over 10, over nine and a half songs. I love it. I love it, man. You got to be bold. You got to be bold. I love it. All right. Which team scores the first touchdown, Eagles or Chiefs? Chiefs. Chiefs? All right. I got the Eagles on that one. I think they're kind of a fast strike offense. What will be the first penalty flag in the game? Holding, false start, offsides, roughing, pass interference, or defensive holding or other? It's going to be holding. Holding? Uh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. I, I was going to go false start because I feel like all the jitters, you know, someone's going to jump off that line. Mm-hmm. Um or offsides, you know, one of those two. All right, who will have the longer pass completion, Mahomes or Hurts? Mahomes. Yeah, I, I want to go that way too, but I feel like he's going to have a trouble planting because of the ankle injury, so I'm going to go Jalen Hurts. And I think, like, somebody's going to end up running down the field. It's going to be A.J. Brown for five yards, and he's going to run for 20, 30, 40 <laughs> yards or something. Um, okay, who will score a TD? Will it be Jalen Hurts, Travis Kelce, or both or neither? And by oh, they're both rushing Sorry? They're both on the score. Yeah, me too. I agree, totally agree with that. Both for sure. All right. Last one. Which team will win the game, Eagles or Chiefs? Chiefs. Oh, yeah. See, I want that to be true. <laughs> I really want that to be true. But I got the Eagles in this one, unfortunately. I think they have the better defense, um, and that's going to end up winning the game for them. But I really hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. I am too, man. I really hope you're wrong. I know. Everybody hopes I'm wrong, dude. I, I don't think anybody hopes I'm right except for Eagles fans, and that's it. That's it. Nobody else in the country wants to see the Eagles win. <laughs> it's just not. It's just not happening. Um, that one last question over under fifty point five. What do you think? Ooh. I think it would be under actually. Ah, oh, under. I, yeah. I'm going to take the over on it, but I really don't feel confident. I think that it's going to be really, really – I'm going to be really, really close either way. I mean, I just think that there's no way to know. I, I think it's going to be a little bit of a shootout. And 50 points, honestly, could be – I already predicted 27 to 24 Eagles, so I think that that's just over 50.5, unfortunately. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's going to be super, super close. All right, let's hit the air horn on the show. We did it. That's our Super Bowl preview and prediction and our prop bet picks. We'll see next week when we how many we got right. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how many we got right. That'll be fun. And I sure hope you got the last one right. 
I'll say it's better yes. right now. <laughs> yes, please. please All please, right. Please. Give us your uh, social media so people can follow you, Trev. Yeah, I'm on Twitter, at Trev, HTTC. I'm on Instagram, Trev underscore stores. I'm at Ref the District with Nathan the Stoner. Uh, full press commanders, George Carmey a little bit, and right here on Football Garbage Time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And definitely check out all those other shows because you can't get enough Trev. I've said this so many times. And it is absolutely true now, more than ever, you can't get enough Trev. So go check him out on all those various podcasts, Rep the District and Full Press Coverage. Definitely check him out here because that's where he's at his best. I'm sorry, Trev, you're just at your best right here. Uh, I, I just didn't say that. It. And go check him out on Sky Bar, too, though. I mean, uh, you got to see his, uh, his action, his little cocktails uh, impression because he's, uh, he's the man when he gets back there. <laughs> All right. You can find me on Twitter at FD Garbage Time, on Facebook at the Football Garbage Time page. As usual, thank you for listening and wasting time with us. Until next time, enjoy your NFL weekend, Super Bowl 57. Or for those of you who are Roman, LV11. <laughs> 